Yo, it's the Giggler, and I'm rocking with DJ Pest, the bad guy. Hey, what up, what up? It's your boy DJ Pest, a.k.a. the bad guy. And I am going to be talking to my guy, the Giggler. D-A-G-I-G-G-L-E-R. Somebody I met not too long ago at Rock the Mic Wednesdays. Rather he's performing on a cypher or he's performing on stage. This is a conversation long overdue. So let's get into it. Yeah, man. I am talking to the Giggler. And I already had some questions I had wanted to ask you. You know, I already, I already had a bag I was going to get into, but I wanted to see what you wanted to talk about. Uh, I met you at Rock the mm -hmm. Mic Wednesdays, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How did you hear about Rock the Mic Wednesdays? Uh, my producer, 1200 Runway, he had sent me the flyer. It was actually a $500 contest. That was the first time I went. How long have you been out here in Arizona? I've been in, I just came from Houston, so I've only been in Arizona for about six, six months. Probably a little less than that, honestly. How you like it out here? I love Arizona. It's, there's a lot of opportunities. Yeah. Um, people show love here. Um, there's a lot of love here, man. I, I love Arizona. Yeah, man. Arizona love Plus, you too. I can hike. That's another thing. Yeah. So you into the fitness then? I get that's my my next question. Oh yeah, my boy. I do the hiking. I do the running. I do the um the biking too. I yeah. do all three of those and the weightlifting. Okay, we're gonna talk about that. But the one thing I wanted to ask you when I first seen you, you have this. You have this character. And is it on, mm -hmm. is it just on stage? Or are you the Giggler everywhere? Is this 24-7 or just when you're performing? Really, that that character, that's that's on stage. That's only on stage, man. I try my best to stand out amongst um, 50 rappers. I want people to really remember me, how I made them feel, and really follow me everywhere. So that's pretty much, yeah, just on stage, I'm like that. Behind the scenes, I'm a little nerdy. Oh, <laughs> Like gamer nerd or like TV show nerd? I'm going to say like TV show nerd. All right. Up and up. All right. So what's your favorite TV show? Like what's one show that you watch for somebody been like, what? Come on now. Uh, it's two shows actually that okay. I watch back to back. You've got WandaVision. Got okay. my Marvel head to the T. Okay. And uh, Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh, okay. Those are right. my two shows right there. Listen, this conversation can go all over the place. Like we can hit so many different corners. <laughs> This would be a whole different podcast if we start dipping into that bag. But let me focus on on this. Yeah. When was the first night? When did you become the giggler? Oh, man. Um, I remember I was about, let me say, 19 years old. Um, we had an open mic, and it ended up being a draw. And the dude I was going against was about, he was pushing 30. He was up in age. And at that point, that's when I had to switch my style from, at first it was something up dancey, tempo, just having fun. And I had to hit him with that hardcore rap. And then from after I won that my first rap battle, that's where it kind of took off from there. Everybody was like, yeah, that's it. So that's how, you know, Giggler came about. Hold on, wait, you said rap battle? Yeah. So you in a battle rap too? That's how we get down in Florida. Yeah. If, it's a, if we have a competition and it's a draw, those two, they, we got to go head to head. I want So you can do the cypher, you can perform, and you can battle rap. What else? Yes. What's, what, what am I missing? What else can you do? I, <laughs> I do uh, poetry, spoken word. I do R&B. I sing. Mm. Um, I do it all, man. I do it all, my boy. Well, how long have you been doing this? Um, well, I've been doing, I've been around music since I was about 10. Mm -hmm. um, I've been actually rapping for about seven years. What were you doing before you started rapping? I was just ghostwriting. I was ghostwriting for rapping. Okay, so that's you yeah, do realize do that's that. another yeah, that's another check on things you do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, I do ghostwriting too. 
All right, so now I'm about to just start shooting from the hip. When you're doing spoken word, is it the giggler or is it another person? It's all the giggler. It's all the giggler. So when people have, yeah. even when you're writing for people, it's like the giggler wrote this. No. Oh, yeah. See, see now nah, that's when we get into the. Yeah, let's get into that. See, the thing is, with ghostwriting, it's not about me. It's all about what the artists want to say and how they want to push out their message. So I, t I remove myself, my style, my personal preferences completely out of it. Mm hmm. Versus like when I'm doing poetry and spoken word, that's that's coming from my soul. You get what I'm saying? That's why I'm delivering for me. When it's all said and done and you become successful, what is your passion to be successful for? Oh man, I wanna um I wanna get back to the community. I plan on opening up a music academy um to help kids get them off the streets and stuff like that. And I also plan on opening up my own nonprofit organization too. Mm -hmm. To help um kids that's in needs in the shelters and foster homes and stuff like that. You don't know how to play an instrument, do you? Oh no, nah, my voice is the instrument. Okay, I just want my voice I, is the instrument. I just, yeah, I just wanted to make sure. I didn't know if you was like getting down on the bass or something like that. Like, all right, man, okay. I'm learning, man. I want to learn how to do it so bad too. How is for so? Cause you you've been in two major pockets with it. You know, you being in Florida and then you being in Texas. How different yeah. is Arizona from all of that? Um, I would say Arizona is a lot more calmer. Um, Arizona forces me to really have to focus on one thing because the the crowd is so the crowd is so different to the point it's almost challenging for me that to you know perform songs and and write songs that fit everybody here because it's like a it's a bigger melting pot for me in my opinion, versus, you know, back in Texas, it was a real black crowd. Back in Florida, real black crowd. Here in Arizona, man, we getting a little bit of everybody. I tell people all the time, Arizona really doesn't have a sound, and that's no disrespect, but it just doesn't have a sound because yeah. nobody's from here. So you just have all these different sounds. Do they make one sound? I would say no, but that's also the great part about being in here because you can be your own person and you can have your own lane. It's not um, oversaturated. Yeah. Cause it's just so many different you know, yeah. styles. So yeah, when I when I first seen you perform, and I called your name and you did the laugh, I said that was interesting. You know what I'm saying? Like that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. And then you performed. <laughs> then the lyrics. I didn't know at the at the moment what inspired you. I thought you were really doing a, a Joker, um, you know, imp mm -hmm. impersonation. And I thought it was dope. Mm -hmm. You know. And when I when you even what you rap off, I remember you rapped off a, of, uh, maybe not the first one, the five hundred dollar challenge, but I remember you rapped off that Missy. You rapped off a Missy beat. I yeah, think. that was the all on my grill. I did. Was it all on my grill? What was the Missy uh, song? No, I did work it. Work it. You did work another it. one, didn't you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I did. The first one I did the Timberland beat. That's what it was. It was Timberland, Missy Timberland. You know, it yeah. <laughs> sounds too much of the same. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and, and when you rapped off that, I'm like, yo, this is really, really dope. You know what I'm saying? And I thought because of the five hundred dollar challenge, I usually don't see somebody after that because they're they're so into winning that, and when they don't win, they get frustrated and they be like, "Fuck mm -hmm. that platform" and and stuff like that. But I kept seeing mm -hmm. you. I think you've probably been to every. I think you probably only missed one week since that last challenge, right? Yep. Or you've been to all of them? No, I only missed one. Yep, you only missed one. So I really do appreciate yep. you being ambitious about you know what I'm saying always. Like being present, and because of you being present, 
you're now in the conversation when I'm talking to people outside of Tosos. So when I'm speaking to somebody, I was speaking to AZ and way too active. Yeah, no doubt. I was speaking to AZ way too active. And they were talking about how mm -hmm. they seen you at my show. And I think you might have performed mm -hmm. for either you might have performed for them or you might have sent something in. And we was we was talking like, yeah, the giggle, he cold. Yeah, we really like this artist. So that's good seeing I that. Yeah, it's good seeing that grow. Like it's good seeing your name grow out here in this community. Uh, actually fast because you're actually starting to rub elbows with the right people. Yeah, and that's the thing. That's 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 the key. That's the key right there. Yeah. So now you know we get into the cipher, and it's it's so dope to see everybody perform just in a a, a modern. Okay, what's 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 interesting mm -hmm. about what you said? But then when you see you bring that character to that cipher platform, yeah, you immediately stand out. You know what I'm saying? Like you you shine. Yeah. Bright, so I, I really do look forward to seeing you and more of them because at this point I always treat I tell people all the time Rock the Mic Wednesdays is a uh, is a platform for you to practice. That state that's not even we don't even call that yeah. a stage, you know. But it's it's just one of those things where I like seeing people come out and grow. Like a lot of the artists that I have worked with in the past came to that platform, and now they say now and this time like I I started when I was over there with DJ Pest, you know what I'm saying? And now I'm here and now I'm there. So I like seeing it, but yeah. I want you to, I want you to tell me how your impression was of the, you know, of the cipher. Like, have you been in a, a cipher before? I've never done a cipher. Mm -hmm. I've never done it. That was my first time with the Timberland beat. I remember sitting there when you had brung it up. I was like, oh, what is a cipher? How am I supposed to do it? I jumped on your Instagram. I did some research real quick. I'm like, okay. I went, I literally went into the car and I remember you had did like a 10 minute break. I rode it outside Jeez. in my car and I came back and I was like, yeah, I, I sent you the beat. And then, yeah, don't breathe. Don't breathe. And that they just came together real nice. Man, that mm -hmm. sounds like you always had that in tuck. Oh, nah, that was literally memorized in like 10 minutes. But that come from the song, right? Real like quick. You, you can, yeah, you do this. Like you write music. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I put pen to paper, and it don't take me long to memorize something, especially if I'm rapping about something that's real. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, that cypher, that was exciting. That was real exciting to do, man. You want to do more of them? Oh, yeah. Yo, yeah, I'll be back. Well, you said that we ain't going to do one next week because of the competition. Oh, but I'm going to be back February, the first one in February. I'm going to try to keep doing them because I, I feel like if I can do that, that'll open the door for a broader opportunity. You know, I, I think I can give people mm -hmm. more of opportunity than just performing because we're rocking Mike Wednesdays. That's a showcase by artists. It's it's a it's only artists in the building. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like bringing that cipher to the forefront will make other people, you know, chime in on it. And it, I've been putting videos. And it's more exposure too. It's so much more exposure. It's so much more exposure. The only thing I'm having, I'm personally having a challenge with, is I have to be, I have to make better selection. I have to make better selection of who I'm having a cipher because I am finding myself explaining what a cipher is. Um, and, and and the guy that did it on the cipher you was on, it was no disrespect to him, but he came onto the cipher and he did a song that he already had out on Spotify. Yeah. And I, you know, I didn't, yeah. I, I didn't really understand why he did that because that person can rap like that person. You, I can uh -huh. take, I can take off my hat and be like rap about, Made in China, and you know what I'm saying. He'll go bar mm -hmm. for bar. I think he might have did it before he performed, 
You know what I'm saying? So I didn't know why he did that. But I want to have a cipher where it's just all just off, not off the top because, you know, even the greats like Jay-Z has hit Hot 9-7 and did a 16, but that 16 yeah. be on his next album. So it ain't necessarily off right. the top, but I do want to see more artists just like hitting that and taking that a little bit more serious. You got your new song coming out, Carl, let me tell you. Yes, yeah, out now. It's on all platforms. What Talk about the release. All right, so actually I released it a month ago when I moved here. Um, that was my first single in Arizona. And um, right now, man, it's doing so good. It's got me, it's opened so many doors for me. It's got me on stages that I never thought I would have been on stage performing that particular song. It's doing good on TikTok. It's doing good on Instagram, Spotify, and Apple Music. So yeah, I, I love that song so much. You got any other projects? So right now I am working on my EP. Mm -hmm. um, it's titled The Godson of Soul. It's going to be a lot about me as a person, how I grew up, where I grew up, who raised me, um, a lot of my morals and values. It's all coming from the soul. So that'll be my first EP ever released. Mm. So um, that's what I'm working on with 1200 Runway right now. What is it going to sound like? Ooh, it's going to be hardcore. It's going to be rap. It's going to be hip hop. Yeah. That's what I'm, it's going to be hip hop. Yeah. Old school hip hop. Right now I got the storytelling um, aspect of it in. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really going to have to put pen to paper for this one. So you talk about storytelling. Who is your top five artists? Hip-hop, rap. Rap, okay. You got Busta. Of course. Dang, that's a good question. I love Busta. Mystical. Um, Phil Mob. Ludacris. Okay. Uh, I love Nicki. Old Nicki or new Nicki? Old Nicki. Uh, okay, I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> when Nicki first came out, Nicki. Yeah. My number five... I don't listen to too many rappers, so long. All right, all right, look, we can stop yeah, right I, there. I, I just got them phones. Yeah, we can stop right yeah, there. Yeah, I so got them phones. If you don't listen to too many rappers, you're driving down the street, you cruising, you going to your destination. What are you listening to? Monica. I'm jamming Monica. Uh -huh. Tamar, Fantasia, uh, Whitney Houston. I'm jamming um all the R&B girls, the old school, like 90s and up. Yeah, I'm R&B, R&B head all day, man. Does any of that inspiration bleed into you rapping? Um, no. And that's the best part. I don't like to be influenced by too many people. Mm -hmm. So because they don't rap and they don't do none of the style of music that I do, that's perfect. So when I go in the studio, it's me. Yeah. She said, is it worth it? I don't know. If you would have, cause you, that's what, that, that, yeah, that's what you said in the, in the cipher. If you would have said that and then just walked off, I would have probably thought that was the hardest. I don't know why, but I would have thought that was the hardest bar that you know what I'm saying that you said. You 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 have a, a very interesting um, beat selection, and you have because mm -hmm. I I think I can't remember it because I'm I'm listening to so much music right now. But even when you did the uh, was it the last cipher where you were telling a story? About like a family member or something. So that's that's let me tell you. Yeah. Okay. Let me tell you. That's the single. Yeah. Okay. So mm -hmm. see, I, I'm listening. I just can't. It's so many things that you do. I can't really place like where I heard it, when I heard. It. I just know I heard it. <laughs> so in that song, yeah. let me tell you, what are you talking about? So I'm pretty much talking about how I was raised and who raised me. I kick off with my grandmother, rest in peace to her. Um, Rawls. I talk about how she um helped me, taught me how to run a stove house and help her sell Percocets and uh, certain things with her. Um, then I move on to my father and I talk about how he raised me. 
um, especially with my sexuality. And then I move on to how I was in school growing up. And then from there, I just summed the whole thing up at the end to let everybody know now that I'm grown now, more of the story you can get done up. Mm. <laughs> Mm. So yeah, that's pretty much let me tell you. It's a whole it's a whole little plotting scheme to it. Um, what part of Florida are you from? Broward County. For the people that don't know, I'm one of them. Where is that? Like what's the what's the closest main city? Major city. The closest city to that will be Miami. Broward okay. County is where um Kodak from. Okay. Did you know you did you notice? So I was recording like when we, we started Rock the Mic Wednesdays, you know, everybody got that cover, you know, C P time. So I used that opportunity to record mixes for the radio station did you notice i was playing a lot of florida music when he was in there yes i, I did i was sitting there i was like florida. yeah florida. I, I didn't i didn't hear any of yeah. that but i said since you was you know you was in here i thought that i should just get into this florida bag right quick and let you know how talented i am on these on these sounds like i'm a little you know uh, oh yeah Oh yeah, you there? Yeah. Oh yeah, I heard it though. You got so many things that I I, I really want to talk about because even when you do spoken word, what is it about spoken word that has your undivided attention? Um, it's the fact that I can. There's no beat, so it is strictly so it is strictly on how you deliver, and because there's no beat, people are actually listening to the content that you have. There is no extra help, no nothing. You literally have to stand in that spot and deliver. And I think that's, in the beginning, it challenged me a lot. But now it's like an addiction. I like to see people reaction and facial expressions. It, it sharpens my pen more mm. as an artist. So that, that's the thing about spoken word. It's so, it's, it's so much higher than rap for me. What's the difference in writing a set for spoken word versus writing, you know, a hip hop song. Well, for me, my approach with hip hop songs would be, I, I'm more so focused on flowing and punchlines versus, um, you know, cause I want to go with the beat, but versus with spoken, spoken word, you just gotta, yeah. Back to that delivery part. It's, it's all on you. Ain't no 808s, ain't no drums, ain't no remedies, ain't no, ain't no melodies, no none of that. Is is strictly on you, so that's that's what really what's going to make or break you as an artist, right there. Is there ever going to be a a day where either you're at Rock the Mic Wednesdays or I'm somewhere else and you have all of these elements in one performance? Uh, yeah, that's something I'm working on. I'm real big on making sure everything flows properly. Mm -hmm. Um, I definitely don't want it to sound like a bunch of different pieces. So that's something I'm definitely working on, a full set of everything that I do. How soon is that coming? Because I'm, I'm ready for it. I got to see that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, give me to like the end of February. Okay. End of February, um, I'll be ready to go and kick off and do that. Because I've only been doing spoken word and poetry for about nine months now. What happened where you went to your first slam? And, and, you know, got on stage. In Houston, man. See, I, I came from Florida, so I already thought that I was versatile. I already thought that I was on key with all my skills and trades. I moved to Houston. I'm like, yo, everybody's doing everything here. This is why Beyonce is Beyonce. Okay. So when one of the big things in Houston was poetry. And my thing is, I don't like to, I don't like to feel like and look like a rookie. I don't like that. So I'm sitting, I'm learning from everybody. Shout out to Bella the Poet. She's out of Houston. 
Um, I really learned from her a lot, but I just wanted to swim with everybody. To be honest, if it was a stage, I just wanted to hit it. You know, I got that hunger in me. So that's pretty much where I started off with, with poetry. And my first poem I ever wrote was Zena's Prayer. It's pretty much inspired by a lot of kids that passed away from child abuse. So, and that poem really took off. It really took off. Is there any footage of it anywhere? Yes, it's on my page. Your, your IG it's on my page? page? It's pinned to the top of my page. Yeah, I'm I'm on there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna check all this out. You know, you got you got the song out because I want I want people to see us having this conversation, and then immediately when we're done talking, you know, go to your page and and they become fans of what you got going on. What would you tell somebody that does not know you why they should be invested in being a fan of you? What I tell people is that I'm an artist that you can pull my card on on anything and everything that I say. And I stand on my two, I stand on my word too. Um, I represent a generation that that's kind of silent right now, you know? And I'm giving a lot of gay men voices, a lot of gay black men voices from the hood too. So I, yeah, that's what I tell people. Uh, I'm here with a message. I ain't just rapping about nothing that's just about nothing, mm -hmm. you know? And one sentence, what's the message? Stand on your two and fuck who don't like you. I really think that's the best way we can end an interview. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really, I really think that should that should be what the interview is titled. I think that's what we, you know what we should really, you know, we should really run with that. I really do appreciate you for saying that so bluntly and 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 actually meaning that. Um, yeah. You know, is there any lows? Is everything high? You know, like has there and being in music. And, and doing mm -hmm. what you're doing, has there ever been a low moment where you're questioning, is this worth doing? Or is just every, your energy is just always up? Oh, man, I, I go through that a lot. It, of course, there's there's going to be lows. There, there's definitely lows. Um, I think uh, for me, all those, as far as my self-doubt, um, anything personal that I go through, all that leaves once I hear somebody call me to the stage. Yeah. I think that's, that's for me. But yeah, I definitely go through the self-doubt like, damn, is everybody going to like this? Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, like, damn, is everybody going to fuck with the, the voice switching and all this other stuff? But once I hit that stage, I just hit it. I just hit it. And that's what I tell all artists. I'm so proud of you. You know, I have not known you longer than a season. But I'm so proud of you for being so bold and not letting Thank nobody, you. you know, not letting nobody change that. Not letting nobody, you know, you just said you're wondering if somebody's going to like that. I like that you don't give a fuck if they do or they don't, you know? So yeah, that's really going to help you catapult yourself up into just a place. That you're, like, you're going to be king of the hill. You know what I'm saying? With that, with that energy. Yeah. And that attitude. yeah. So, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm constantly watching and I'm going to constantly keep praising and making sure that people, you know, put your name in the right conversations to get you, you know, that good exposure. Cause you deserve it. Um, and it's, and it's always one of those things where I see somebody and as soon as I see him, I can tell if this is if this is play or is this serious. And when you even when you just yeah. when you we pulled up last Wednesday, uh, what was that yesterday? I'm so lost in the days. Um, yeah, that was yesterday. That was yesterday. Uh, when you pulled up yesterday and and I gave you the mic and, and you did the one, you, you know, you did the I would say spoken word because you do that before I push. Yes. play. I was happy you was doing that. You know what I'm saying? As soon as you did that, I looked at the crowd and see, you know, like who who rocking with it. And I could tell people were 
you know, like, wow, what's this about to be about? For the people that never seen you, you know, what's yeah. this about to be about? And you did that, and you say, DJ Press, play the beat. I play the beat, and then you start rapping. It's it's a rap. Like, if anybody says they're they're not a, um, they don't get you, or they don't, you know, they're really not a fan of you, it's because I think the co- competition, the competition aspect is too big. That's why I try to remove it. I only yeah. want I before you came to Rock the Mike Wednesdays, I was doing a hundred dollar challenge every week. And I noticed how that was it was deteriorating the passion because now you're just coming out, you're feeling somewhat of a defeat if you've been coming from Yeah, if you've been coming for five weeks and you haven't won, that's that has to mess with your mental. Has to. You know? Yeah. Um yeah. So I was like, well, let me do it once a month. And that's when I started doing a $500 challenge. And it's, it's just so unique that that's the, the moment I met you. But, um, you know, mm-hmm. seeing, seeing how you, consistent you are, I got I to gotta find some way to make sure you get that, that, that right light. You know, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my part. Oh, man, I appreciate that so yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it. appreciate that so much. Yeah, it, all, it, it happens, you know, every blue moon, you know what I'm saying, where I see an artist and I'm like, yo, they got it. And I'm, I'm going to make sure that. I'm I'm gonna do the DJ part, you know, the DJ that found this artist and 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 try to put him in the right room. I'm definitely yeah. gonna do that for you because I really need I need everybody to hear your message. Um, and that's you know that's that. I can talk for like 30 more minutes about just how proud I am of you and your movement. Um, but I will let you. I will let thank you, you, man. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. I'm gonna let you do that though. So for the people that want to look for you, where can they find you at? Y'all can find me on Instagram. That's D A G I. G-G-L-E-R. Y'all can find me on TikTok. That's D-A-G-I-G-G-L-E-R. Everything is The Giggler. YouTube, The Giggler. Instagram, The Giggler. TikTok, The Giggler. Everything. Spotify, The Giggler. Apple Music, The Giggler. SoundCloud, The Giggler. We on there. 